What is up, everyone? Welcome back to uh, Jeff Needs Sports. This is the Buckeye Remix. Um, a little different this week, but um, appreciate y'all joining. Uh, anybody that's been here along the way, uh, appreciate it. Anybody that's giving me a shot for the first time, I really appreciate you too. And um, let's get on with it. Uh, kind of a unique week. Uh, Buckeyes did not have a game this week. The game was canceled um, due to, you know, 2020 basically uh, we won't get too much into that we'll touch on it a little bit but regardless michigan canceled couldn't play felt they couldn't play uh so the buckeyes did not have a game but the biggest the biggest story of the week was still was still the buckeyes it was kind of crazy so anybody doesn't know you know we'll, we'll go over it anybody does know you've heard it all week but regardless in the beginning of the 2020 season the big 10 put a rule into effect. Now that's this is just for this year, you know, something totally new, something never been done before. Sorry, I'm a little fidgety this morning. And um so they required a Big 10 team needed 6 games to play 6 games to get into the Big 10 championship. So High State, you know, had one canceled earlier in the year Maryland, then they canceled against Illinois, so I left them at 6 max games they could play on an 8 game schedule. So then earlier last week, Michigan cancels. So that leaves a high state with only a possibility of five games played. Their regular season is over. And so the question was, you know, is the Big Ten going to change the rules? Or is a high state going to be able to schedule an alternate game? You know, all, all several different options, you know, to, to try and, you know, get them into the Big Ten championship. So what wound up happening, I think it was Tuesday or Wednesday, the, uh, you know, the Big Ten – uh, powers that be decided that a high state they would allow a high state into the Big Ten championship game with only five games. And of course, the sports world, you know, we all know how passion, passionate college football fans are. Um, it was pretty crazy. We know high state, you know, really moves the needle. So that's a big name. So it was a culmination of all that perfect storm. Sports world explodes, uh, you know. So Indiana would have been the, the team to go if a high state wasn't permitted to go. So of course Indiana Hoosier fans are in an uproar. And it, it's odd though because a high state beat Indiana. Um I know that, you know, in all honesty, for a couple, you know, for a month or so, they've basically transformed that loss into a win. They 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 can't bring up the the loss without bringing up, you know, that it was seven points. Let's cover that real quick. I watched the Indiana game. I remember, you know, the first probably 35 minutes of the game was all Buckeyes. It was 35 to 7. We all know. Now, Indiana did come back. I'm not, I am not saying that. They could have won the game. But also, if Ohio State makes a, a routine fourth down that Fields makes nine out of ten times, chances are the tight end even gets in the end zone. It's a 14-point game. We all know how it's going to go. Or if they just kick the field goal, we talked about this on the remix after the game. You know, it's a 10-point game, game over. Regardless, Indiana did have a legitimate chance to win that game at the end of the game. They did not. End of story. So we'll, we'll move past that. As far as the argument, Indiana did not win that game. They lost it head-to-head -to, -head to the Buckeyes. End of story. But I understand they won in the game. But the main key to this is, you know, the the the, the main kickback from people around the country is that, you know, they're, they're favoring Ohio State or the, anything for Ohio State because of the brand and they just want them in and money and all this. First of all, let's cover the money. Yes, it is. Of course, college football is about money. You're ridiculous to think it's not about money. And when, uh, you know, when these teams are cashing their Big Ten network checks every year, like if you think that if you think right now, right now that Maryland, Rutgers, Illinois, 
even Northwestern, uh, are bringing in the same amount of viewers and subscriptions and all that as a high state, you're crazy. That's let's, it's just the bare bones of it. There's nothing you can do about it. It's no different than saying Notre Dame brings in more eyeballs, you know, than coastal Carolina, uh, and things like that. Like, it's just, it's just the way that the world is. I mean, college football is a business, uh, straight and simple. So as far as that, what I keep saying is like, nobody has trouble cashing those checks, you know, that a high state brings in. So I started thinking about, it. I was like, first of all, yeah, it does benefit. Um, well, okay. I'll, I'll step back real quick. The main thing to remember is Ohio State, if they played the sixth game versus Michigan or whoever, they could have lost by 100 points. They still already clinched the Big Ten East. That's very important. They were go- they were a lot they were in the championship game before game six they did not need to win game six to get in i think that is crucial if they i will 100 percent agree right now if they had to win game six had to beat michigan and then couldn't play the game that's fair don't don't let them in don't don't give them the benefit of the doubt they'd already clinched they didn't have to win they just had to play so i think that's the huge difference here that everybody's overlooking but back to the money thing is yeah of course i mean the big 10 has to weigh it like here's your choices you can put a team in that's already lost to you know ohio state in Indiana, because of the because of your rule that you put in in the beginning of 2020, we, when you know we're all they're scrambling to have a season anyway, and then uh, Indiana has no chance of going to the college football playoff. Really, I mean, essentially none. Or you've got an Ohio State team that has a you know is the the rankings have already been out. They're they're deemed to be a playoff team by the committee, the college football playoff committee, and it's a six million dollar paycheck. You know, in 2020, when you had a season with barely any fans, if any. Um, if you want to tell me the money doesn't factor in, then that's crazy too. So once again, that's an, it's another one of those like, yes, Ohio State's going to get special treatment. But then I start thinking about it, I'm like, well, you know, Ohio State does – it's not like Ohio State hasn't done anything to deserve some of this treatment. So, I, you know, I just took – I went back and just looked at some of their history. Now, we all know that playoff games, BCS games, used to be BCS games, uh, New Year's Six games, they bring in a lot of money. And the conference is sharing a lot of this money too. This isn't just just to the program. These are huge paydays. So I, I kind of went back through like the last roughly like 14 years of Ohio State uh, bowl games. Um, and keep in mind, BCS games, playoff games, huge payouts, huge payouts. Like this year, the playoffs are $6 million. So uh, so we'll just go backwards here. Uh, we had a playoff appearance, uh, a Rose Bowl, a Cotton Bowl, which is a New Year's Six game now. Uh, another playoff appearance, a Fiesta Bowl, uh, a championship game, and a Sugar Bowl, an Orange Bowl, a Gator Bowl, then a Sugar Bowl, a Rose Bowl, a Fiesta Bowl, and two BCS championship games. That's the last 14 years. So I don't want to hear that Ohio State hasn't earned some respect or hasn't earned, um, you know, some benefit of the doubt. Uh, you know what I mean? I, I respect Indiana for what they've done this year. Uh, I'm I'm sorry that you lost to Ohio State. Uh, that that's that does hurt your chances to play in the Big Ten championship game because of the loss. So uh, you know. The, the rest of the Big Ten, y'all, y'all just haters. Um, you know, I've been saying for years that this is what happens. Anytime people get a chance to jump on Ohio State, they, they pounce on them, and, and that's fine. You know what I mean? They're they're one of the you know big kids on the block. Alabama, Notre Dame, Ohio State. These these teams are going to get tr- you know pounced on when when things go wrong. So I think it's more about Ohio State hate than it is about people actually feel that there's you know a realistic reason why high state shouldn't be in that this big 10 championship game and i'm kind of i don't i think to me it's really disrespectful to northwestern 
I don't know why is it assumed that Northwestern can't win this Big Ten championship game. Everybody's like, oh, they're just giving Ohio State, you know, a free ride to the playoffs. That well, they got to play a game against a six and one Northwestern team who's had a really nice season. So if I'm Northwestern, I'm like, whoa, 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 you know, slow, slow your roll. Like they, they we get to play too. And we the Northwestern's not out of the playoff hunt. We'll talk about that later. They're, you know, they're they're not, they don't have great chances, but they're not out. So anyway, I just want to cover that. As far as the Michigan cancellation, I promised I wouldn't get into, you know, COVID talk. I just want to be on the record as a as a Buckeye, you know, podcaster that I I do not think for any reason that a team would use a thing as serious as COVID as an excuse to duck an opponent. Now, if you want to tell me that Michigan looked at their COVID numbers, looked at, you know, everything involved, look at the risk and then evaluated their team's you know, the quality of their team against what they saw in Ohio State and decided it was not worth the risk, you know, so forth. I will buy that. But I will not, I cannot support somebody just saying that like, oh no, let's just tell them we got COVID so we don't have to play Ohio State. I think that's ridiculous. I think it insults the players. I think it insults the coaches. I think it insults, you know, everybody. Michigan was on board to play this season from day one, you know, uh, I, I just, I, I just want to, I just want to say that I do not support that theory that Michigan is chickens or duck in Ohio State or anything. Do I think that they, do I think that Harbaugh really wanted to, to play that game? You know, maybe not. I don't know, but I, I just want to put that out there that I, I just, uh, I do not support that. You know, any of that. That being said, I can't stand Michigan, and I, I wish we could have played them. Um, and I don't think Harbaugh is their coach anymore. So we'll move on from that. This is not a <clears throat> Michigan podcast. So uh, let's talk about the Northwestern preview here. I got a screen we can share here. And, um, you know, as, as usual, I still haven't hired a producer yet. Uh, if you guys know anybody, let me know. We'll switch it up here. We'll do some screen sharing. Um, and we'll kind of look at this Northwestern game, this matchup. So that's what we're talking about. We're talking about the football now. We got the, we got the other stuff out of the way. So here we go. Uh, team comparisons, you know, Northwestern 6-1, High State 5-0. Northwestern, well, I believe, 128 to not enough against Illinois yesterday. Had over 400 rushing yards, pretty solid. Um, you know, so you can see here, uh, if you can't, if you can hear, if, if this you're listening to the audio, you can't see here, but you get what I'm going for here. So, um, you know, you've got, uh, you know, Ohio State um, leads and – I know how said about about every category. I mean, you got passing. You know, you know Fields has you know Ramsey is a, is a quality quarterback, and he's given us fits in the past for Indiana. We all we all know Patrick Ramsey. So, you know, it's he's not he he has a he's a quality veteran starter. So, um, you know, Teague four twenty six yards compared to Northwestern's highest guy two fifty six. Um, you know, these are all, you know, just. We'll just kind of look at some of the bigger here, but here's here's the key here. Like Ohio State's uh, defense is not their numbers just aren't great. I mean, you know they're they're giving up three point four yards of rush, which is pretty good. Northwestern only gets three point nine, so they'll take that. Um, you know seven seven point two yards per pass attempt, uh, not great. Six yards per attempt for Northwestern, so actually it's a benefit to North. Like this is one of the on paper, I don't think this is true. On paper, you know, this looks like a favorable matchup to Northwestern, you know, towards their numbers. Uh, Northwestern, you know, doesn't – we give up more yards than Northwestern gets, so that's another, you know, plus for them. But then when you get over here to the offense versus defense, a high state offense versus Northwestern defense, whole different story. Um, you know, high state's average in over 200 more yards a game. They average 
almost two yards rush more. You know, we that's it's one of these like we talk about how good Northwestern's running game is, and Ohio State's better in every number in their running game. Uh, Ten point three yards attempt compared to five yards. It's a total mismatch when you go offense to defense, uh, and that, that's just plain and simple. There's no there's no other way to cut it. I mean, it, there's no comparison when you start talking about offense to defense when you're talking about Ohio State's offense. So, um, but. Let me stop the sharing here. I apologize, everyone. Wherever it is. There we go. So we're going to remove that. Let's put these guys. Okay. So, but basically it's this. I'm not, you know, they're just different types of teams. I compare this to playing like a service academy to where just throw everything out the window. You know, Northwestern plays exactly how Fitzgerald wants from the play. He's done, and I don't like Fitzgerald uh, for lots of reasons, and I've got even more reasons now that I've met Lucy Rowan. But anyway, regardless, he's done a great job with this team. They they play within themselves. They play as a unit. You know, uh, you know, say what you want. Great tacklers, um, great fundamentals, you know, smart players, all the cliches that you want to throw out there. And I, like I said, I can compare it to like playing a service academy to where it's a just a different animal than what most college football teams are, especially like compared to like an Indiana or something. You know, they're going to run at you. Um, you know, they're going to they're going to hold their ground in a lot of zone and, and tackle well. You know, you got to punish them for that. Uh, they're not going to give up. You know, they're not going to lay down later in the game. So, like, if in a high state this year, a few times in the second half has lost focus. You can't do that because they will keep grinding. They, they've, uh, their running backs do bust some big plays. I don't, I would imagine they're not the speed of a high state's defense, but I, I have no way to judge it. Um, I went, so it'd be what, two years ago when they played Northwestern in a Big Ten championship game. And um, I saw that game. I mean, Northwestern played with a really it was a really really good Ohio State that team then too and played right with them up to the end and then you know Ohio State's talent took over uh, I think maybe Chris Olave had a touchdown in that game now I think about it but anyway you know they all kind of blend together so uh yeah so it's a real game and and I think another note we'll start talking about playoff here in a minute we may just transition into that but uh sorry about that so we're talking should have put that up. So, um, so yeah, I don't, th- I, you know, my, my gut feeling is that it's a mismatch, but I think what's happened because of only playing the five games. And I think because of all the outcry, especially from, you know, like Texas A&M, I understand Texas A&M's viewpoint. We may talk, we'll talk about that here in a minute of uh, Florida. I understand their viewpoint of playing more games and quality opponents. I, I, I get all this. I don't think Ohio state if they played, if they played six or seven games and were undefeated, I think all they need to do is win. I don't think all just winning gets them in the playoffs this year. Um, I really don't. I don't think if they, uh, I don't think a last second win over Northwestern, if, unless the game is great, especially scoring. I, I think if if Northwestern keeps Ohio State's offense down a little, like maybe even if Ohio State say say Ohio State pulls out a twenty-one to seventeen victory. I don't know if that gets them in the playoffs. I think that it's I don't think it's guaranteed the high state's going to get in the playoffs. The playoff committee loves to put a team in, you know, in their rankings and then flip-flop it the next week because honestly I think it's because it makes for good TV. It's part of it. They like the drama. But, but I I really believe that they've set Ohio State up to get jumped by Texas A&M next week if Ohio State doesn't look great. I think Ohio State has to like basically it's like this. It's like hey, we give you we gave you the chance you got the Big Ten championship game. You know, you need to prove that we're not wrong because I think if they look bad, so to speak, 
that they're going to be like, okay, everybody was right, and then that's it. So I, I think Ohio State needs to look good, and I think they will. I mean, we're on turf. We're in that dome. They love playing over there. It's our home away from home. Um, you know, I think Ohio State handles business, but um, they need to, as long as they concentrate, they really need to concentrate. Now, I, I suppose the biggest benefit is our defense, I think, is best against a, you know, a more traditional running game, and I think Northwestern plays into that. Now, will Fitzgerald mix it up? And, and knowing – Ramsey has played against Ohio State and has had success. Does he lean on Ramsey and say, "Okay, let's go for this"? Because I think if they just try to run at Ohio State, I think they might get. They could. I don't think they got much of a chance. So, are they going to, you know, mix it up? You know, come out and <laughs> come out, throw the ball way more than we think, and take a chance to win this and hopefully get themselves in the playoffs by I won't say a miracle, but you know, by long odds. So, I don't know. My my guess is that Fitzgerald plays it straight up. And tries to get turnovers and try to, you know, tries to hit fields and, you know, make good tackles and cost, you know, fumbles, whatever. So we'll, we'll see. Uh, my prediction is that I think high state wins as far as the playoffs. I'm, I'm a little, little nervous on that. So we can, uh, you know, let's talk about that. As far as playoff chances, you know, I just touched on it. High state, I think, needs to win and look really good. Or, or pretty good. I think just think they need to look pretty good. Uh, and then they're in. Uh, that, that's what I'd say about the playoffs. You know, we had Florida lose Saturday night. On the shoe game, uh, sorry, I shouldn't have said that, but I mean, you guys know the game. We know what happened. The uh, the and if, first of all, please don't. I, I I know I understand it was a terrible mistake by Wilson to throw the shoe, and it did put LSU in chance to win the game with one of the best kicks I've ever seen in college football. But uh, man, take it easy. He's a kid, made a mistake, got penalized for it. His team really got penalized for it. Um, but that's it. He's he's a kid. Uh, just leave him alone. But uh, anyway, so with Florida losing, A&M is right there. Uh, they're going to come out guns a blazing against Tennessee next week to prove they need in the playoffs. And then, so it, and then, especially, especially, you know, let's look at my rankings here. Especially if you get a team like Clemson or Notre, you know, Notre Dame loses a tough one to Clemson, and we don't destroy Northwestern, then all of a sudden we've got to jump Notre Dame. Texas A&M was great. Then we're it's an argument with Texas. Uh, then if would have if Florida would beat Alabama, then you're bringing Florida into the conversation. So you know, with only playing five games, the high states, you know, some of it's their fault, some of it's not. It doesn't matter whose fault it is. They're in a position. It's not. It is. Uh, it's uncomfortable. Let's put it that way. It is uncomfortable. So we'll go here. Uh, I'm going to unveil my playoff rankings for the week. Uh, you have to bear with me here. I'll probably have to scoot over, um, which is no problem. Let me um oop, wrong way. <laughs> See, I did a producer. So here we go. I got Alabama at one still. I had Notre Dame fighting Irish at two. Uh two undefeated teams. I think they both deserve it. I have Clemson at three now. It just feels between the committee and me. And and I think Clemson's gonna win the game. So I got them solidly at three. But oops, I've I am missing a oh yeah, no, we're good there. Uh Texas AM. I've got them at four now because I think that I honestly think they're in a better position than Ohio State right now after after this week and listen to what everybody says and all the clamoring because with Florida losing now the committee would be would have no problem putting two SEC teams in the top four so I think uh, I forgot to move the emblems you guys um, I will fix that that's embarrassing uh, with the wrong graphic up there but the the rankings are correct. Um, you got the high state Buckeyes. I got them at five now because I think they got to do a little more than they did a week ago. 
Um, I got the Gators down at six because they have the chance to play Alabama and look good. And then I think the committee will forgive the shoe and the fog. I really do. Um, that's assuming Ohio State wins, and then they don't have to argue with Texas A&M. Gets a little, uh, Cincinnati really needs some help. They probably need Ohio State to either – I don't think they can jump an undefeated Ohio State. I think they need Ohio State to lose, in all honesty. I don't think an undefeated – they can jump an undefeated Ohio State. Um, they probably need A&M maybe to lose. Uh, I don't know. It's Cincinnati's got a tough, a tough road. Um, I don't know how they get over a, even a one-loss Notre Dame, even a two-loss Clemson's tough. But maybe if they get blown out, they're not jumping Alabama. Um, they probably can't jump Texas A&M, assuming Texas A&M just wins. And so they really need Ohio State to lose. Uh, Florida probably if Florida loses again, yeah, they can jump them. So Cincinnati's got. They got a tough road, and then you got the Iowa State Cyclones sitting there. And I think if Iowa State, you know, looks really good against Oklahoma, that they jump Cincinnati. You know, Cincinnati plays next week versus Tulsa too. So those two teams are kind of neck and neck, in my opinion. Uh, I got Northwestern and nine now. I mean, Northwestern's got one loss, and they get a chance to play High State. If they blow out of High State, I mean, like similar to what High State did to Wisconsin six years ago. I don't, you know, I think Northwestern. You know, people have to get consider them to jump. They're good. They can jump. You know, Iowa State. They can jump Cincinnati. They can jump Florida's. You know, if they lose again, then you start bringing in like, do they do they jump a Clemson if they take another loss? I mean, there are scenarios to where Northwestern's not dead. They just need help. Probably need Texas A&M to lose stuff like that. You guys know. I got Oklahoma at ten. It's kind of the same situation as Iowa State, but I don't really see. I don't really see how Oklahoma gets in, but I, I don't know who another team is that even has a shot at the playoffs. In all honesty, I've only got six teams to fill four, you know, spots, but this is my top ten. So, and there you have it. Just um, I need to fix the emblems. That was it was pretty embarrassing for Jeff right there. So, see, Jeff needs help too. If anybody's listening to my other podcast, so so uh, so that's it. Uh, yeah, that's a remix for this week. I you know I can't wait for next week to uh, talk to everybody. Um, you know, we've got some. We might have a. We might have a special uh, Jeff needs sports this week. Might have a special guest lined up. I won't know until later today. Um, obviously, go to Off the Ball Network. Check everything we're doing. You know, put my playoff rankings. I've got some crazy scenarios on there for some college football playoff scenarios that are really fun. Um, and uh, we will. You know, I may. You know, I'll probably do a preview. Maybe we'll do. A, maybe we'll do like a preview game next week of the of the um, college football championship games it's a really really nice lineup next week really nice lineup so i think we'll do that i think we'll do that next saturday morning so other than that um you know it's 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 going to be exciting it's fun i mean high state is at least has themselves in a position to where they still have a chance to win a national title and that that was the goal when the season started um to even have a season so that's all i can say um and then after next week you know once we have time before whatever is after next week, we have no idea. I don't, you know, what the bowl games are going to be and all that. We'll talk about, you know, the season wrap up and some things like that. So, you know, I want to thank everybody for, uh, for watching this year. I've got, I've got some, uh, really good feedback. This show has done better than I thought it was going to do. Um, I really appreciate, you know, the one I think it's, you know, I think my passion comes through my love for high state, but I try to be as level headed as I can. Um, I, you notice I did not spend a half an hour running on Indiana <laughs> this week, uh, cause I respect them and I don't need to bring it up every five seconds. So, um, but yeah, I uh, appreciate everybody's love, appreciate everybody's support, everybody that watches, everybody that listens. Um, you're all awesome. And, uh, we'll be back next week. Um, be kind to each other. 
and go Bucks.